Welcome back, everybody, to Hunted. Uh, last we left off, some, I was gonna say metaphorical shit, some literal shit went down. Let's uh, count it off. Uh, you guys lost your ship. Uh, you bombed a compound on Rhodia, an exchange compound, not just a normal one. Um, we were you... also told to bomb the compound. Yes, it was a joke. It wasn't doing it for fun. Um, for the listeners that weren't paying attention, we were told to bomb people. Yes. It was bad people. Uh, you assaulted the capital ziggurat, uh, killed S1D0 SA5, um, almost died to a crab droid, but were able to kill it and rescue your mom and some other hostages. Um, and then took off in a couple stolen ships uh, to the planet Merkir, which is kind of backwater um, by definition. How backwater is it? Uh, nobody fucking goes there. <laughs> okay. That's the whole point. Um, I think we're trying to lay low. And for the past two months... Two months? Yep. You guys have been laying low, licking your wounds, trying oh to um, <laughs> recover and uh, slyly spend the million credits you were paid by Talon Card to do the job. Uh, that doesn't get taxed, does it? Um, I don't even think I it's illegally gotten credits. funds. I don't think I don't think there's taxes applied. They're not applied. illegally gotten. Uh, Everything we get is illegally gone. I think bombing someone and getting paid for is a little illegal. <laughs> um, uh, you did I'm spend some of it to, to get a new ship, which we will get around to. Um, so we'll we'll do some of the bookkeeping. Get it uh, with how with how much money you guys have. I'm not too worried about getting exact numbers right off the bat, but it's fine. I am. I want to spend all my money um, But, so we'll jump into today's episode, episode six, Getal Verda. And you'll learn what that means later. Um, Damn, why couldn't it be a beach episode? <laughs> funny you say that. So as we pick beach up, episode? Uh, it has been two months. You guys are currently, uh, there is a... Uh, Mercure is very, like, um, tropical, but not, like, um, like, tropical resort tropical. It's just kind of, like, nasty. Yeah. Um, Miami. Yeah. (laughs) Except not as developed. It's Miami if there was no city there. And, uh... Wait, does that mean there's no cocaine? Shout out to the the Florida listeners. Oh, well. Down on, uh, there's there's a little beach that you guys are kind of taking a moment to relax on. Um, I like to imagine Iota's the only one in like a in a, like a beach chair with like the. Uh, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were yeah, gonna say a bathing suit. suit. I'm like, what does the robot um, need a bathing suit for? No, I'm girl. imagining Usix in like swim trunks and helmet. <laughs> because like you're always awesome. imagining the same thing. If it's like the Lego games. If you like remember, like the stormtroopers in the speedo. <laughs> uh, if you'll remember, your armor got trashed last session. Yeah, um, and I can use the rest of my money to buy Beskar armor. I mean, you you could. It would be a little um, sus if so much Beskar was being shipped to Merkir, but I mean, that's up to you. Buy it in small um, chunks. Your helmet survived. Your helmet was unscathed, though, because your helmet is Beskar. But uh, you're all kind of hanging out uh, when all of your data pads go off. I throw my data pad into the ocean. It is. Uh, there's what like if a. We kill. All our... What is the fucking Naren Jaeger line? Looking out over the ocean. Anyway. <laughs> to kill everybody. <laughs> um, 
usually when you get like messages uh, via uh, datapad, it's over the HoloNet, so there's a little bit of a delay. Um, you are uh, connected to like a local network, so you can get like updates from talent cards. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Um, so you get a message, all of you, uh, that says mission briefing. Get back to HQ now. We all get a message that says, Which, my name is Aaron Yeager. Um, well, pretty close by to the beach. Within, like, um, you you do have Oh, a... like on the planet? Yes. Oh, okay. I was thinking um, it was because... Let's see. The guy that we met... Like, most of our contacts have been killed at this point, right? Uh, Except for Talon Carl. Totally no. not related um, to our line of your, work. But, yeah, um, they've mysteriously you don't, been murdered. You don't know what's happened to Flynn, your uh, administrator... From when you were part of the Mountie Hunters Guild. We are no longer. Um, so now all of our funds are ill-gotten. <laughs> uh, but your only other real contact has been talent. I mean, besides um, the Toydarian on Corellia that got killed. got killed. We um, Timo, I think his name was? Something like that. Um, it's my note somewhere. It's fine. Uh, the viewers will know. All six of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, you do have a, uh, like a land speeder. It's pretty beat up. It's... The equivalent of, like, an old Chevy pickup that they use to just kind of move stuff around. Once you get there, this pretty decently sized base. You're telling me they didn't give us um, an actual Chevy Tahoe to drive around? No. <laughs> um, it looks like um, a lot of it is prefabs that were uh, salvaged from the Clone Wars. Um, At this point, wouldn't they be postfabs? Because they're already built? <laughs> They're pre... Shut up. <laughs> um, but you're able to get back. Um, in the time, I, I'm going to say you've at least gotten back the equivalent of your normal armor. Uh, have you... Do you have it the same colors as before? Or are you trying to be a little more on the down low and not go out in the gunmetal gray, purple and gold? I will keep accents the same... like. The purple and gold, but I'm not going to have anywhere near as much. Okay, so it's mostly just, like, regular Durasteel. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you return, and by the time you get to what is essentially uh, the main, like, tactical command center, it's all pretty slapped together, but there's a decent-sized hollow table in the, in the center. Um, you don't see Talon Card. Do you think we can unbolt that and sell it? <laughs> I mean, if nobody was looking, and it would take a lot of people to carry it out, it's quite large. Just ask I everyone else. Be like, hey, you guys want to make a quick buck? 33,000 credits. Or, sorry, 300,000 credits. Something like that. Yeah, but it'll There's some subtracted from the ship, because the ship ended up being like 115,000-ish. That's um, not much at all. But, um... When you get there, you don't see Talon Card. Um, you do see um, the protocol droid that he has with him most of the time. Uh, she's the one that brought you to him when you first met him on Tatra. And as you walk in, uh, she is walking around the table. You see um, there is a planet already being projected over the table. It's a cool looking one. I pull a campaign um, and I shoot her dead on the spot. Uh, anybody that wants to try and identify <laughs> it here. I would like um, to try and identify it. I'm pretty stupid. What do you mean, spoiler alert? He okay. kills people in the Clone Wars. Anybody who wants to identify the planet, you can make a, uh, just a two purple uh, outer rim roll. I got it. I mean, I guess we're all making an outer rim roll. 
Yeah, because at least one of us is gonna get it, right? We all walk in the room and just squint at it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, hold on. Before she, I know she'll tell us what it is, but I want to be smart. I lied. Two failures and an advantage. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. It looks familiar, but you have no idea. That is for sure a planet. You can tell which planet just from know. looking at it. From like, it's obviously space view, so you're not getting any details of like cities or anything. Uh-huh. It does remind you a little bit of Rhodia because it's definitely more on the jungle, like rainforesty side. How many Pokemon did you say? Um, planet two. we are currently on. It is not. No. Okay. I think we would have recognized. There's a lot of oceans on Mercury. Success with a threat. Three successes, one advantage. Okay. okay. What, what did you get? A success with a threat. Okay. So Usix and Iota, you both recognize this planet as Onderon. Onderon. Um. Onderon. Shut up. Onderon. We don't talk. <laughs> fucking CDI Legend of Zelda. I'm so oh. hungry, Octoron. I could eat an Octoron! I'm so hungry, I could eat an Onderon! Anyway. <laughs> as you walk in, uh, the protocol droid is moving around the outside to come, oh. like, meet you halfway. Um, good, you've made it. Um, Master Cod has a mission for you. And she gestures to, there's, like, um, two, like, semicircular benches on either side of the hollow table. She gestures for you to sit. Is it a circular hollow table? Yes. All right, that makes sense. That lines up. You wouldn't want to mix it. It's the only it. benches they could get for this rectangular hollow table. I'm about to say, I'm like, damn, you come and mess up. <laughs> Some people are sitting at a further distance. It's really annoying, but you make it work. Um, Where anyway. is Mastercard? You don't have to call him Mastercard. <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I gonna call him, Mister Card? Talon. Talon. Card. You just say, "Where's Card?" The homie with the big cock. Um, He's not. He That's does have that energy, though. Um, yeah, to no. make up for it. But uh, she turns to you, uh, Foss. Uh, Mastercard is away, uh, trying to negotiate uh, some alliances with some of his other contacts that may assist us. Sounds a little sketchy, but sure. Um, He's kind of a sketchy you know, guy in general. But... And as you sit down, uh, she clicks the uh, some of the buttons on the hollow table. Plank disappears. Um, and a hologram of ID6 appears. The Imperial droid that you guys have. Uh, had. Didn't we give it to Stellan Card? Yes. Well, uh, you we transferred data. the data to him. To oh, start decoding. You still have the droid, yeah. I still have the droid. And um, I, I mean... Plank was blown up, was he not? No. Him and, him and uh, Asha are still oh, okay. fine. Cool. I love uh, that we're MI. Which... To take a quick sidebar, has anybody talked to either Clank or Asha in the past two months? I thought they were I MIA. That, yes, to both of them at least. Did they? Okay. Did they come with us? I I meant more than just um like in passing, like hi Clank. Sorry. More of like having any kind of actual conversation with them. I would probably have had an actual conversation with Asha. Okay. I'm not gonna talk to Asha because Asha's um, kind of creepy. How is Asha creepy? She's a psychopathic stripper. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of base. She was a hooker, and she has very obvious PTSD. Um, I would have talked to Clank about... Um, droid stuff? Droid stuff. Uh, anything in particular? Um, huh. Well, now that his ship blew up, like, does he still want to be a pilot? Does he want to do something else with his life? Okay. So, both of you... Uh, are you trying to have these conversations as like one sit down, bang it all out, or overtime? Okay, so it'll be an Two easier ones. role. Both of you give me either a charm or a leadership role, um, depending on how you're going about it. 
uh, and it's going to be a purple and a boost. Purple and a boost. Or because both of the people you're talking to like you. Some in different ways than others. Sorry, one one difficulty. One difficulty, one boost. Homie's gonna have sex with client. Homie's gonna have success sex with client. Success and a threat. Um, success, success and, and advantage. Okay. Success and a threat. So. We'll end up having um, gay steamy sex with client. Wait, is well, leadership charm? Yes, they're both charm. Or sorry, no. they're both presence. presence. Leadership or charm okay. are both presence. So. Same thing. We'll start with uh, you and Clank. You have this conversation. The gist you get is Clank does want to still be a pilot, um, but it seems like in the hustle and bustle of everything going on, it didn't really click with him that the ship he was assigned to is no longer. It is destroyed. And it kind of puts him in like, like a very seasonal depression kind of mood for a very long portion of these two months. Like, okay. you'll even see him in passing and he'll just be like, why does he sound like a villager? Like not even say anything. Just these very longing sighs. Like he'll he'll just you find him a lot of times just sitting out at like where like all of the ships are docked for refueling, just watching the ships take off. Um, I swear, kind of if, if he starts crying, I'm gonna give him something to cry about. Um, uh, Foss. He longs for the open um, sea. You get a little him. bit better of a picture of um, Asha. You get that. Um, let me actually pull up my notes. It's you Twilight down reading season. <laughs> no, no, I I wrote down some of her. Um, Why do you think he opened up with? Do you guys want to ask him anything? Duh. It's called leading questions. Do them all the time. Uh, so she uh, and her family were from Talus, which was um, where I think you guys boarded the Crystal Star. It's one of the planets in the Carillion sector, or even the Carillion system. Um, and her father and mother both were part of, uh, Chimps and Duel's Rebels on, uh, on Ryloth during the Clone War, um, before they, uh, Cham helped smuggle them out when, uh, she was born, and her dad ended up becoming a, uh, security officer on Talus. Um, he's the one that taught her how to shoot, um, and then they helped pay for her to go to the academy on Corellia um, for archaeology. Oh. Um, and she was there when she found out that there was, um, her parents, uh, were summarily executed oh. by the Empire, um, for suspected, uh, of being rebel sympathizers. And that's not why she became a hooker? No. Um, it was shortly after that that she was abducted by some of the Cassandra family and forced into uh, servitude, um, from which you obviously rescued her. You also and find she's out very that she's a relatively speaking. Rescued yeah. is a very relative term. Um, well, you, you also get from her that despite the general danger... <laughs> That it is being around you guys. She likes uh, killing people. She has generally been enjoying her time. Not being as popular. That, but also just... She likes killing people. Um, she's like riding. She stabbed one she, person. She, the, the gist that you get is... She kind of likes Usyk. Like, she thinks he's cool. 
Um, Iota scares her. Um, and if the robot there is definitely a thread there that um, she obviously likes you the best because you are the one that kind of rescued her. Um, and enables her to kill people. <laughs> but also that there um, may be more there, whether you wish to pursue it or not. Um, yeah, she's going to mug you, and then she's going to fuck you, and then she's going to steal your liver. Yeah, that, that, Asha's the secret BBEG of this campaign. Um, we're yeah, going to get to the end, she's going to stab you in the kidney and steal the ship and leave. Um, no. Um, Damn, she really do be like Cardi B, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> to get back from that sidebar... Um, What's your astrological sign? Um, we don't have that in Star Wars. Scorpio. Um, Sounds like a real Scorpio move. <laughs> um, She's definitely a water sign. But to get back... Hey, yo, you want to fucking fight? Um, you guys uh, sit down, and uh, the protocol droid continues. It took our uh, slicers a bit of time, but we were able to finally crack the code. I say that at work. Um... What? It takes our slicers a bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> we were able works to. Works in a deli, for reference. We were able to uh, get Dogs. the data and analyze it, and it is quite a lot. Um, she hits the button again. The uh, image of ID six disappears, and you see a galaxy map. And as it starts to zoom you in, turn into the galaxy. Iota, you recognize the section that it's zooming in on. Outer Rim. Not just the Outer Rim. Jabba the Hutt's penis. Parsecs outside the Rish That ways. section that was erased from the... Uh, Jedi Archives? No. Camino! From, from the navigation computer on that uh, exchange shuttle that you guys found. That you couldn't explain why there was just this blank spot on the map. Mm-hmm. How embarrassing. Um, <laughs> She continues. From what we can tell from the data, the exchange is operating out of an area of space called the Kyrium Reaches. They are generally devoid of life, and during the Republic times, they were used by smugglers and bounty hunters because nobody ever really went there. I have a feeling we're about to make it a little bit more devoid of life. Um, the reason for that is the Kyrium Rift. And she goes on to, like, show, like, uh, it's obviously, like, a dramatization, Mm -hmm. um, but that, like, what would this be, Uh, like, a hundred thousand years ago? Um, no, no, it would be ten, it would be ten thousand years ago. Um, the Tianese people were, uh, rising in prominence. And the huts felt threatened. So uh, they used some kind of super weapon to wipe out the entire sector. You all would know just from general ghost stories that this sector of space is usually referred to as the Ash Worlds. Damn, that's Um, hardcore as fuck. And the Kyrium Rift is an after effect of the super weapon. So it's essentially this ever-present... Um, harsh nebula that weaves throughout the different systems in the Kyrian Reach. So think almost like um, the thing that made it really hard to get to Exegol. Um, and 
plot um, holes. Like, part of the data that she's showing you, like, they have a way, they've, like, plotted a course to be able to navigate through the rift. So you could essentially go there right now. But? But the data, it seems like the data that ID6 and his former master stole is troop strength, armaments, um, layout. to worry about that. Layout of the, uh, the, the reaches itself. And specifically, who is in charge of the exchange. Which you are seeing is Grand Admiral Octavio Harkov. That's a name. Sorry, Octavio what? Harkov. Who, uh... What would this be? Give me either a education is this or... Yes. Or a uh, uh, warfare knowledge role. Sorry, education or knowledge warfare? Yeah. Which we don't have warfare on here, so... I don't think so either. No, we do not. Negatives? Um, Whatever. It's going to be two purple and a setback. Ooh. One success. Yeah. I've rolled this twice now. All blank both times. Third time's the charm. Three advantage. Two advantage. So, Iota and Usix. The name sounds familiar, and the thing you both recognize more than the name is the rank. There are not many Grand Admirals in the Imperial Navy. And those that are there... Are blue and with big like, red eyes. They earn that title. Great with those big, beady eyes! <laughs> Foss, you remember overhearing a conversation between your father, who was the Marshal, and the Imperial Governor about um, Grand Admiral Titus Harkov, who was Octavio's uh, dad, Octavio's dad yeah. who uh, showed signs at least to the Imperial High Council, and which you would assume would also include the Emperor himself, um, that he might have more um, rebel leanings. Um, so, Octavio took the initiative and led a strike force into the Kyrian Reaches and killed his own father. Damn. And took his spot as Grand Admiral of the Kyrian Rift. Um, it seems like since then, he kind of saw the writing on the wall that the Empire was kind of on the decline so started building up a, pace, a base of power for himself um, since he kind of had a good location to do so since the rift is hard to get into. Um, you all also see and get told by the data uh, Harkov is uh, very much Foss, you would uh, kind of recognize this like Asha um, like when he was at the Imperial Academy, had minors in archaeology. He is hardcore obsessed with, like, ancient history. Right. And named the exchange after 
an older crime syndicate dating back to the old republic. Um, and it seems like he sees himself, especially because he's set up in, like, what used to be TNE's space, um, as, like, the new Zim the Despot, who was, like, he was, like, the Julius Caesar of... Julius Kaiser? Um, of the TNE's people. He is the reason. He was, he was such a good general, but also such a tyrant, that the Huts felt threatened enough to completely wipe out this section of space. Jeez. Okay. Damn. Um, Just like democracy in a certain place. <laughs> so, after showing him all this, um, hit some more buttons on the uh, hollow table, and that planet appears again. Master Card wishes you to attempt to broker us? an alliance with um, a rebel cell on Onderon. I thought he was going to ask us to broker an alliance with this grad, great admiral dude. No. Please don't kill us, um, please. I beg you. recognizes, as I hope you all do, that the exchange is a threat not only to people who operate in circles as we do, but to the gal. Question, couldn't we just level the sector again? <laughs> with what? Yeah, you guys don't have a super weapon. Um, not yet. The huts might help. So, Master Cod wants you to go to Onderon and discover the location and speak to a group called the Getal Verda. Salsa Verde? Usix. Sal Guerrera? You recognize Getal Verda is Mandoa, which essentially translates to... Sal Guerrera. <laughs> no. Uh, Crimson Crusaders. That doesn't sound... Sus. That doesn't sound very nice. And when she's telling you about this... The image shifts from the planet to show a <laughs> no, a Mandalorian, pretty typical kit, um, in all red armor. Why um, they're called the Crimson Crusaders? Well, may never know. I think it's the other way around. They colored their armor red because they're tall. You also see they that called their armor red. Is it just blue? But they call it red. <laughs> they're colorblind. Um, That's how colorblindness works. You also see that on their chest plate, they have a symbol. It's like the outline of a circle, and then like these two semi-curved lines on either side. Looks almost like a TIE fighter in general shape, but the lines are longer at the bottom. Um, Usix, give me a lore roll. Ah! Uh. Two purple. Uh, you're going to get a boost. Three advantage. You recognize it. You recognize the symbol. You just... It's like at the tip of your tongue, but you can't quite make exactly what it is. But it it tickles something in your brain. But if you all have anything you must do to prepare first, That's go ahead. But MasterCard wishes expediency. So as soon as you can leave, please do. Could have used the word haste, buddy. <laughs> and then hits the button hologram disappears, and you are free to go about your business. Alright, I'm gonna commit very violent acts of assault on this guy. <laughs> just start beating shit. Take your helmet off. I'm gonna jump and just start hitting the fucking droid with him. After that case of D, I'm about to commit violent acts on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a ship now. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, do we we don't really have anything to get ready with or for, so let's just. I have an idea. All right. All right. This is gonna sound a little crazy. What if Probably. we? So we have the information, right? Yeah. Like that decrypted information that you know battle plans, troop layout, troop numbers, uh, fleet strength, all that. What if we just release it? What if we were just like, oops? And now literally everyone in the universe is like, yo, why is there a secret criminal gang over here? And then anyone who wants to contest said secret criminal gang can go kill them. Oops. The gist that you get, and that you're on the right in the blockchain. You're a smart guy. NFTs aren't real. <laughs> um, the only people who would have George Lucas would write. Um, the only people who might have the strength to take on the exchange, Us. especially where they're entrenched in, Us. is. The Rebel Alliance. And Saw Gerrera. And what's left of the Empire. Now, essentially three months out from the death of the Emperor. And Saw Gerrera. And what is Saw Gerrera going to do? He's fucking he's, stupid. He's also dead. He's also dead. Throwing his bones. Throwing bones. catapult his corpse that into the Kyrian That would be kind of if I used the bones of Saw Gerrera to build, like, a power axe. Oh my god. That'd be sick. Use saw the bone, use, the, use the bones of saw grass. I just caught the bone saw. Bone. I don't know what you guys know. <laughs> Just turn it into a pipe bone saw. Ready. Um, Put explosive powder um, in, his and, fucking, in, in the middle of his bones, replace his marrow. Um, but you know that. Have a bone bomb. The, the Rebel Alliance and what's left of the Empire are both currently actively fighting each other. Yeah, but this is more worrisome. So should the empire uh, realize they lost and just deal with no, it? No, because uh, cringe. Fascism never does. Um, base, 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 base. <laughs> um, uh, what I what I meant by you guys have time. So if there's anything we else you want to, to spice. buy, well, yeah, aren't you force sensitive? Um, um, no, but I am addicted to crack. Here's a good question: At what point in the two months did you do the spice? First thirty I seconds. I probably would have tried it like the first week. He would have gotten so fucking. Since bored. then, have you done more? He's been butt chugging it daily. If what he's do you addicted, because you only you. after that one, probably. you only have four doses of ethereum. I, left. I definitely would have done all four of those doses. Okay, I would think so. You have no ethereum left, and you're going to go through withdrawals soon enough. Which means we need to get more. Which means let's go fight the exchange because they got some in their pockets. I want to know why they named their and why, why they named their drug after a cryptocurrency. I'm addicted to that specific it's the NFT spice, not spice in general. You're ad- right? you're addicted to buying um, NFTs. Like, <laughs> must have the monkeys. <laughs> Gotta collect them all. Taking any kind of re- like regular spice will take the edge off, but like you are craving Ethereum. Yeah. Um. If there's anything that you want to buy that you can get access to here, which you may get some funny looks from the quartermaster, but you could buy normal spice. Can I make an addiction roll to try and kick it? Um, You can, um, but you have done. I don't think you can stop four more doses of Ethereum, Mm -hmm. which means your addiction roll is going to be. There's originally two, so it would go up each one, so that would put it at five, plus the last dose, which would then upgrade one, so it's going to be one red and four purple. Okay, 
and I can say, try can we go? Can we send him the uh, the Jordan Peterson way and just send him to Russia and then have him go through a medical coma? I mean, you can lock him in an airlock for a couple of days. Yes, yeah, he's peeking his brains out. Yeah, All right, what's idea. is that? Just a. Um... It is a um, resilience roll, I believe. Here we go. Uh oh, that don't look good. That don't look good at all. One failure, two threats. Somebody addicted um, to you are. Me when someone is addicted. Like it's been kind of getting at you all day. You were able to kind of distract yourself while you were at the beach. Like there was some like because there's. How a, are you able a, to distract yourself from your addiction? To there's like a port town nearby. Uh-huh. Um. So there are like. Actually, you know what? This is a this is a good question. Asha, yes or no? Oh God. Who? In what context? In in the context of are you pursuing or not? Are you gonna use this girl? Okay. Like you, you Asha, Asha was at the beach with you guys, so oh um, you were able to distract yourself from thinking about the spice. But now, after sitting through this kind of boring mission briefing, you're hankering. I can uh, put you in like a stranglehold if you want. So then also, it's more like I, I wouldn't have told you guys. <laughs> I think we would notice. You're like, I'm like, what's wrong there, buddy? You're like. You're gonna start teasing him for being addicted to crack. Also, also a little bit of a note. Um, Baby's addicted to crack. Give me a uh, two purple perception roll with a boost. You can now spot people's money in their pockets. So you can steal it and buy crack. Yeah, he's got x-ray vision, but only for credits. Only for crack? I know you got crack. Give it here. I don't want crack. Um, That's... He's like the robot. Three advantages. That's it. Crack. Okay. When you were getting the briefing um, and you saw the image of Octavio Harkov. You think he could have a lot of money. Which, if you could imagine, um, like, Daniel Brühl, like Baron Zemo. Uh Uh-huh. Little bit of graying in the hair and with, like, a handlebar mustache. Yeah. Um, You notice there's something off about him. Like, like, physically. Like, it almost looks like he's sick. But you can't quite put your finger on it. But, are any of you buying anything before you leave for Andorra? I need more spice, dude. I need it. Okay. Uh, let me see. Do they happen to have best car armor here? <laughs> I guarantee you, they do not have it on hand. You know what they definitely do, though? They definitely got prosthetics that I'm kicking up! Uh, how much are you looking to buy? Another pouch. Five things or whatever. Okay, so five doses of, like, basic Avabush spice is... Yo, get that boost um, That shit good, bro. Would be 125 credits. Alright. That's um, Buy, like, 20. Booster Blue is cheaper. It's 10 per dose. Um, he... The, um... The guy, the the quartermaster, you can see he's only got a little... He's got five doses of Avabush. He's got uh, a single dose of Glitter Stim. I would just buy the four of the plain things. Or, for 750 credits, he's got a cargo crate of 100 doses of Booster Blue. For how much credits? 750. Yo. No, I'm not buying that much. That that's the little one. Foss, what's that crate you're carrying on board? Nothing. It's mine. <laughs> Don't open it. <laughs> Why shouldn't I have it? It came to me. <laughs> uh, I'll just buy the four doses of the 
regular spice. Four doses of, of Avabush or Booster Blue? Avabush. Okay. So that's going to be 100 credits for four doses. How much money do we have again, exactly? <sighs> I haven't put it on my sheet, so... Let me, let me bust out the calculator. Here. You would each have 295,000 credits to spend. Plus on top of what already, we already have. Plus on top of what are you have. You already have, yes. The Does the price of cybernetics include the installment? Yes. Good, good. Um, good. Uh, just, if you're buying anything, for expediency's sake, if you're buying anything, just message it to me. Um, I'm sure you can afford it. And as long as it doesn't have like a super high rarity, Quartermaster can get it. Um, so we can keep moving on. So we can say that this purchases happened off screen um, in the two months that you guys have been oh, was here. Was there anything I could purchase to get rid of critical injuries? Um, you can visit the um, like the, the, the doctor. I would like to remove the critical okay. injuries. Okay, it'll just be 500 credits. You're still going to have, like, they don't have a back to tank on hand. Um, not yet, anyway. They're still getting things set up. Um, you might have six brawn. Uh, so you're gonna have any any of you that have recovered from your um, stuff, especially critical injuries. There is scarring going on, except for Iota because droid. Um, there's welding. Yeah, there's, and it's not good either. <laughs> it's not like that beautiful welding you see on like welding porn on Reddit. Um, what do you mean? I'm paying the utmost amount of money. Yeah, but they don't have like a artisan welder um but so you guys get to the hangar there are a couple like more private hangars um most of which are for like the few like high tier mercenary teams that talon card uh hires like the one that um taka is a part of the keldor that you guys rescued and one bigger one for uh uh his personal action class transport the wild card um but you guys have a That's personal a name for it. um he, talent card loves puns even it, even in legends the wild card except card is spelt like his last oh name um all of his all of his ships in legends are a card pun it's pretty great i love it um but you guys have your own personal uh hanger which you guys have been visiting periodically as they've been um like, the ship that you guys got came from, like, it's an old Clone Wars ship. So they had to go find one, get the parts ready and everything, um, and then do the modifications that you guys requested. But as you guys walk in, your Should new Kappa class shuttle is there. Damn, not a Poggers class. What you do see besides the ship is... Clank fucking the muffler. Um, you see... Um, like hovering out from behind one side of it is ID6. Um, and uh, it's an enclosed hanger. So hanging from a catwalk is in, <laughs> in like a climber's harness with a smock on is Clank. Is he trying to paint it? He's got, he's pretty much finished. He's got a can of spray paint. He's hanging from the ceiling. He's got a can of spray paint that he's finishing off the last bits of it. He is... It's not a terrible job. Um, he's left most of it that kind of like... Um, like kind of gray khaki color. 
but there is like a dark crimson racing stripe that goes down the center. Um, and then uh, on the side in Arabesh, um, in black spray paint, he has slapdashed the long shot on it's the not side. A bad name. It's not horrible. <laughs> well, he's just not a car. And one. as you come in, um, like he's still kind of like, like he hasn't noticed you guys. He's hanging from the the, the catwalk, kind of like looking at his work, and ID Six just kind of like floats up next to him and spins him so he is facing you guys, uh-huh. and he's like, "Ow, uh, what do you think of my work?" I want to know why he's hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> no comment. The ship is taller than him. That's why. <laughs> He and also, like an person. because he bought the climbing harness and he wants to use it. <laughs> I like how I guessed right, but not in the right context. <laughs> do, you, do you guys like the name? I thought it was really clever. <laughs> get, get it? Because, like, Fox, you're, 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 you're a sniper, so it's like, long shot, but also us surviving this mission is a long shot. <laughs> wow. He's right, though. At, he's least right, though. He, at least he's got honesty about it. <laughs> Um, and at least it's not a card pun. Better than a card pun. You also uh, are joined uh, there uh, by Asha, uh, who, who is you, hanging herself from the ceiling. Who you passed on your way to the quartermaster. Mm-hmm. Um, she has got like new, like she's got like <sighs> adventure gear, I guess. Um, That's another word for she's wearing. DDS she's got like a gun belt. Gear. Um, she has shoulder. She's gotten rid of that like uh, rifle that she stole from one of the dead battle droids, mm-hmm. and now has like it looks. Imagine like the Star Wars equivalent of like an M1 Garand. It it looks like uh, like a bolt action rifle, um, but it's obviously Is it a slug thrower. It's not a slug thrower. It's obviously a, like a blaster. Um, but it does look like it's got some age to it. It's got some age to it, but it also looks like it's got some modifications to where it looks like she could potentially, like, overcharge the gas canister to get more power in a shot. Alright. And you guys board the long shot. Usix, you want to give me a one purple piloting roll? It's a piloting space, right? Yes. Success to advantage. So, it doesn't take you guys that long to get to Andra. Maybe a couple days... Um, once you get inside, you see the Kappa class, usually it's got this this large rear section that's supposed to be just troop bays. A base Kappa class shuttle is supposed to be able to hold like upwards of like 50 troops in its troop bay. You've had that gutted completely. You still have enough room to where it can carry like two like speeder bikes or a single like land speeder in the back. Is there a um, spot for a bathtub? Can we put a bathtub? Yeah, there's, there's, you each have your individual rooms. No, I know. I'm wondering if we can bolt a bathtub to the main floor. <laughs> for well, no reason other than to keep it there just for the sake of you, it. You each have... An art piece. You each have your own personal refreshers in your rooms as well. Um, Damn, we got the mini and then there's And then there's like a common area in the center that's got like your stuff to cook and your little seating area and everything. Um, cook, you say? Jersey! We need to cook the spice. Um, See, this is why we need the bathtub bolted to the floor to um, melt corpses. But after a few days, uh, you guys arrive on Onderon. 
specifically in the capital, uh, sprawling city of Isis. I fly us into um, the biggest building there. And um, that is not that, but there is the uh, uh, problem of, or not problem, but... We need to park. You guys are no longer bounty hunters. Well, you're not gilded bounty hunters. So... We need to park. You're parking public. <laughs> Um, so you do find a... Okay, uh, so, I'm just gonna get a piece of paper and write down, I do what I want onto a piece of paper. There's my permit. <laughs> so, you land the ship, and as you, uh, as, like, the, there are two boarding ramps that come down either side in the back. Um, that's I meant... shoot the meter maiden in the um, face. <laughs> you see, um... You just saw trap the fucking meter, and they try to interact with it, fucking kills them. <laughs> Um, you see two, what are obviously starport security. Uh Um, they've got kind of like, um, like most of the armor is, seems to be like leather. Um. Yeah, that's going to stop a blast. For, well, no, they've got, they've got like a, um, like a chest plate that looks plastoid, but then like the, like arms and legs and stuff are more leather. It looks like it's mostly for like getting hit over the head with like a pipe. Or, or, like, somebody coming at you with a small blade. Stuff like that. Okay. And leather does have some absorption qualities when it comes to blasters. It's probably not great, but when a citizen is probably going to shoot you with, at best, a light blaster, it's going to help at least a bit. Um, if you try and take my car, a bomb will explode, kill you. <laughs> so you see two of them, and in the center... The choice is yours. ...is a Chadra fan. So you Chadra see... Chadra fan and a little back yeah. guys, right? Yes. So you see this little Chadra fan. He's wearing, like, a little bit of a... Um, just like a... one. Um, he's wearing like a like a jumpsuit, like a like a flight suit almost, um, like coveralls with like well, a utility belt. Normally fly. Um, he's got the sleeves rolled up. Um, you see, he's got one cybernetic arm. Um, okay. You have to have two cybernetic legs. Well, wow. so did you buy the second one? I had to. Yeah. Okay. Why did you um, need two? Because you don't get the benefits of the plus one to an attribute unless you have both. Why can't you get two arms? I thought you could have. I thought you could have one. You just can't have like one leg that's brawn, one leg that's nope. agility. You have they, to. Have... The benefits you can't. The for legs you have to buy them as a pair. Oh, well. For arms you can have one, but you can't like you can't, you can't have, have one, one arm, arm that's one brawn, brawn, one that's agility, yeah, and one that's agility. You can have them both be brawn, but they still only give plus one. Yeah. Oh. Um. So only buy one. So buy as you guys are coming down the boarding ramp, this little Chadra fan is walking. He's got some some pep to his step. This guy is very self-important. I, I hope he knows it. that we're going to push him over and kill him. Why would you push him over and kill him? I yeah. shoot the meter made in the face. <laughs> and so as you guys are walking down, he's like, Gentlemen, gentlemen. Uh, okay, now I'm going to uh, make a reverse bear trap and put it on his head. <laughs> it's uh, good to see such uh, fine-paying customers in my uh, my humble starport. Um, bobbity boobity bop Fuck off, dickhead. So, uh... Are you uh, are you paying up front, or do you want to just transfer the credits? Um, How much does it cost? He looks at the three of you. How much money you guys got? <laughs> armed to the teeth and your ship. And he's like, 5,000 credits. Should we shove him in a dumpster now or later? <laughs> That's for the week. Should we shove him in a dumpster now or later? <laughs> Can I see the paper where it says that? <laughs> um, he doesn't have any paper ways. on him, but you can definitely make a one purple vigilance roll. Uh, it's 
guy seems like a slime ball. I have a two willpower. He's uh, even got the Italian. I'm sure I'm perfect. not the only one who's off-put by this man walking up, looking at us, and going, Five thousand credits! Like the Sorry, fucking dentist one from one parents. <laughs> Why'd you make him so- Why'd you make him so like one the worst from Cypher So we just both said the same person. What'd you get? One success, one advantage on the vigilance check. Okay. Um, this guy is absolutely jerking you around. <laughs> Where's the nearest lake and Usyk's go get a cinder block? <laughs> Are you saying this out loud? No. Uh, Even better. I'm going to say 5,000 <laughs> seems a little steep. <clears throat> I'm going to pat the gal on her. Um, give me a coercion roll. Um, one purple uh, with a boost. I'm just saying, if this doesn't work, we can show him a tour of the ship, take the ship into orbit, and throw him into space. <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunate. I realize my willpower is exceptionally low. One success. Okay. Oh, great. Let's, let's not be hasty, gentlemen. Uh, okay. It's actually a thousand credits. It's, you know, times are tough, you know. The, without the Empire here, things are kind of, you know, loosey-goosey. I throw 2,000 credits and say, have a nice day. Okay. Did so, you really just all right. You just shove 2,000 credits into his hand. He's like, oh, thank you very much, my metal sir. And then he looks now at the Now what about the like, Lester? You? <laughs> he, he looks at the, the, the two security guys. He's like, get, get the fuck out of here. And he shuffles off back into the office. We'll make that back in a week. It's fine. We'll just rob him later. Um, just like do Jack, a, It's like Jack Sparrow. We give him a shilling and then steal his whole bag. So. Well, here's the thing, right? We got, like, almost a million credits. That does not mean you spend frivol- frivolously. I'm not gonna do Especially to a guy who's trying to pull the wool over your eyes. You don't have to pay for food. I don't have to pay that for That money is to make your lives easier. That yeah, money. you know what else would have made our lives easier? Killing him and throwing him out back. Murder no, that would have made it a little bit harder to explain to the actual police. Um, not if we kill him quietly. So. There's no quiet with Iota. You, you swear, what do you mean not quiet? I scream while I do it. It's so today. Um, so... You need to figure out where the Getel Verda are on Andre. So, how are you going about that? Are you sticking together? Are you splitting up to cover more ground? Where are you? What are you each attempting to try and gather information? Well, from what I'm hearing, uh, Iota doesn't care about throwing his money away to people trying to scam him. So if someone tries it on the streets, I'm just going to stick with him so that he pays them off and I don't have to do a thing. I I will say, um, depending on how you go about this, Usyx, you would get a boost to trying to find them because you are a Mandalorian. Apparently they have a smell. Um, Well, it's it's less of you actively, like, going around and being like, Crimson Crusaders! Crimson Crusaders, where are you? And more of you asking around, you going to the different cantinas and seeing if you could find, like, other Mandalorians, that kind of stuff. Um, so, what are you each doing? Are you saying that or all Mandalorians look the same, you fucking racist? No, but you would, you would notice them. You are a Mandalorian, and they are pretty hard to uh, ignore. Um... Clank is staying with the ship, right? Yes. Does Asha want to come with us? Um. Oh, now that you find out she wants to bone, you want to bring her along all the time. Do you want me to come with you? 
Um, no, stay here. Fuck you. Well, you're just looking for Mandalorians, right? Yeah. Yes. Currently, the 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 mission is to figure out where the Crimson Crusaders are. They can't hurt me, by the way. I think so. we should probably split up. Just okay. To cover more ground. It will. I mean, she can come with me. I'm just saying. It will take us. a lightsaber to go through. <laughs> okay. So Asha's gonna stay with you. Uh, what are you doing to man on the street to figure out where they are? Look for whoever sells drugs and buy it off of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm gonna go uh, find the Vandos or something. Yeah, guys, I'm looking for the Mandalorians. <sighs> doing the exact same thing he did before going to meet his mother. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't do that. Um, he just accidentally did it. No, he actively did it, just not around his mom. Though your mom is still on Mercury. And knows that you have a horrible drug addiction. <laughs> I mean, what kind of planet are we on right now? Is it like a seedy one or like? Onderon is. It's got some of its seedy. We literally elements. got mugged the first thing that happened. <laughs> it's <laughs> You just tried to overcharge. Yeah, you tried to shake you down, guys. Um, That's like mugging. My only issue with meter maids is a personal one, not like in character, like out of character. I don't pay for parking. Isis is pretty. Uh, it's a pretty big walled-in city because outside the walls is just wild jungle. Um, but inside the walls, it's very, um, think like, um, if you took something like, um, like, if you took something like, um, uh, like most Espa almost, where it's like a lot of smaller buildings with some slightly bigger ones, um, but it's more of like that kind of, um, like Greco-Roman architecture. All right, well, if but it's most Espa, kind of, I'll go to the, the equivalent of the sanctuary that they have like, just some... Okay, I'll go so with a, a, nice a more higher scale bar. Yeah. Okay. I'll go so. with the Mando to figure out, um, because the Mando armor got fucked, so now I'm the armor. Well, he, he's got... Replaced and I'm going to a bar armor. with my hooker. Um, okay. Yeah, you're going to a bar so. with a fucking prostitute, prostitute. and prostitute. going to find drugs. Give me. She's an archaeologist now. Uh, give me yeah, a. Fucking digging through your wallet. <laughs> digging through my page. Uh, give me a three purple streetwise. Oh way. god. Um, are you guys going to the seedier kind of cantinas? I mean, I don't think many Mandalorians would go to a fucking ritzy fucking. Okay. Did you say two or three purple? Three. I'd go where um, we're most likely to so, get shocked to test out these new arms. Um. Yeah, I don't think can, many Mandalorians go to a cabaret club. Sorry. So, Either you can both make a separate Django um, underworld roll. Um, Django drinks alone because he's a fucking virgin. Or <laughs> do you think he had to have a clone of his uh, a clone son made? <laughs> or one of you can make an underworld roll, um, upgraded once and with a boost. What's your intelligence? A uh, two. What's your underworld? Two. <laughs> so it would be upgraded once. So. That means you would be two yellow and a green, plus a boost, three purple. Oh, I see you. And for reference on my streetwise, I got one success, four advantage. Okay. Four success, a two success, and a triumph. Four success, a threat, and two triumphs. Okay. (laughs) So we'll say it's it's a triumph for each of you. Um, Because- All he's doing is following me. (laughs) No, he's he's helping. That's why it's a combined roll. so you got okay. And you got threats. What well, did you get? Um, you either a success and four advantage or two success and a triumph. Okay. Which one do you want? Uh, the triumph is probably better. Okay. I would think. 
Um, so, we'll handle you guys as first. You're on your way. You've hit a couple... Uh, it's been a couple hours. You guys have been essentially bar hopping for a bit, just without the actual drinking. Um, and the first couple cantinas didn't get much. The people inside didn't really know much. They said they've seen Mandalorians, like, every once in a while. They're like, yeah, I've seen but, the Mandalorian great show. Um, but none of them know more, much more beyond, yeah, I saw a dude in Mandalorian armor every once in a while. Um, yeah, I've seen the Mandalorian. I love that cool new character, Baba Fat. <laughs> but on your way from one cantina... Baba Hey! Um, but on your way from one canteen to the next, Iota, you're passing by, it's it's like a market street. It's very much, think, like, um, like the lineup of, like, bodegas in, in down in the city. It's just, like, little corner stores and shit like that. And you see this slightly bigger one with this guy outside. There's not a big crowd, but, like, couple people that are stopping to like look at the stuff that's in the windows most people are walking by but there's a guy outside he's an arcanian so pasty white skin white hair pupilless white eyes um he's got like the full red foreman so bald on top a little bit of hair around the sides let's go and then like mutton chops that connect into a mustache you gonna kick my ass um, get me pictures of spider-man he has slightly pointed ears and both of his arms are cybernetic. Um, and you can tell from your experience as a modern, as a droid, they're he's not the, just he's the cybernetic. Um, they are um, multi-tool arms. Um, he's wearing like a leather apron, sleeveless shirt. Um, and you can see that uh, the store that he's in front of, it's got this big neon sign that looks kind of busted up. Um, that says, droids, it says Roids. It says Scarn's Droid Emporium. Um, the guy standing out front is actually the town's resident fist fucker. <laughs> and as you're walking past, he's like, he's trying to get people to, to, to come in and look at his wares and everything. Most people are just walking by, not paying him any, any mind. But then he sees you. Build a friend, you fucking virgin. <laughs> and he's like, I am huh? What is he? Fucking Geppetto? What is this? Pinocchio? I don't tell Is that you? Uh, Did you put your name in the goblin? <laughs> his name's invisible. Um, do I know you? He, like, kind of like. I haven't you gotten closer at this point? I assume I at least. He's an in aggressive walking robot. He gets, he gets okay. right into his he, face. He kind of like meets you halfway, and he's like, like walking around you, kind of like <laughs> scratching the, the one part of his face that doesn't have facial hair. <laughs> Smacks your robot um, ass. And he's like looking at you, looking at the like kind of sloppy welds that the that some of the cards guys uh, used to repair you after the fight with the crab droid. And he kind of like takes one knuckle and like knocks on your head, and he's like. Memory damage. That's interesting. Okay, bud, you don't have to say it like that. I know I've been uh, knocked around a bit, but come on. Yeah, didn't you know Iota's a sex robot? <laughs> you don't remember me at all, do you? Why did his voice change? <laughs> Good. No! Listen, it's hard to keep track of different voices. He sounded like Geppetto from Pinocchio. 
Listen, I'm, 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 I'm refining. Dude, this is actually, we're living through Iota's memory damages. He's changing, like, how we sound. Good to know that, good to know that yeah, Iota like sees everything. People are, like, phasing in front of this guy. <laughs> he sees everything in pyrovision. Come, come inside, come inside. I might be able to do something about that. And he immediately, like, hurries into the shop. Like, there's, there's like, one person that looks like they're about to go inside. He's like, get out of the way! <laughs> Pushes them out of the way. Uh, just in case uh, this guy just got a lucky hunch, why don't you come with me? Because I don't want this guy fucking with my brain. <laughs> um, so. What? It's just Babu freaking a meat suit. <laughs> As you guys walk in, it's it's not a big shop. It looks like there is stuff in the back, and the, the back door is open, and you can see Fire cover damage! Why would my name still be Iota? Um... It's saved in your metadata. <laughs> you see, like, racks of semi meta me. <laughs> meta uh, You see that there's, there's like, lots of different, like, droid parts and other, like, um, like modifications and attachments that are kind of, like, hanging from hooks from the ceiling. Um, That's not like they shoot a droid. And you see behind the counter there's an open door, and you see racks of, like, semi-completed droids. Um, looks like this dude takes on a lot of projects and maybe doesn't necessarily finish them all. He's a little ADHD, um, a little autistic. But as you guys so walk in and the door closes, he hits a button on his wrist and like um, the shutters on the windows kind of like turn so the, the lights get a little, the natural light gets a little dim and the open sign turns off. Now that um, I've got you where I want you. Now it just and says end. He like hops up like, like belly up on the counter and is like reaching for something on the other side, and he comes back with like this very like slapped together looking like data pad um, with like this like wrapped cable that hangs from the front. And he walks up to you and he's like, "May I?" You're gonna have to do a little explaining first before you uh, shove any cables. Yeah, me. Of, of, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> uh, about a year ago. A Twilight woman came in um, with uh, with you um, and uh, said she found you damaged and she wanted to get you repaired. So I did that and everything seemed hunky dory. Um, do they say that? They do now. Uh, and then I, I, I sent her on her way. But you, you are a very nice droid. And uh, I'd like to say some of some of my better work. You were not in good shape, um, but I did what I could, and I hoped I'd see you again. But it seems like you don't remember me. Um, no. Nope. So I'd like to try and fix that, if you'll allow me. I'm sure this is going to have some unforeseen consequences, but. Fuck it, these last two months have been boring as hell. Okay. I need so, some exposition. He he jacks the cable into the back of your head. Um, and he Good starts, thing I didn't get the thing that made it so when people try to interact with me, my head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... A, that would be startling. <laughs> um, Bang! For him and for Usyx, probably. <laughs> for me, too. Um, I'll be like, hold on there, sir. Let me turn off this I can't I see. Um, but I can't see. Um, <laughs> after plucking shrapnel out of your eyeballs. Uh, <laughs> no one can see. After a few moments, um, your photoreceptors dim. Um, and Usix, you see he's punching in a bunch of stuff on this data pad. Um, 
I'm going to need you to make a <laughs> robot memory check. It's gonna be four red dice resilience roll. Uh oh. You fool! You followed into my trap. I am now using you to mine Bitcoin. Dude, he's done for. I'm be he could. You're better off sending me into the actual mine with my seven broad robes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be mining spice for years. Mining cobalt. There's so many greens. So many success, one advantage. Really? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. He electrocutes you and you die. Your eyes go from dim to black. You can't see anything. I'm blind! Um, Who's sick? Shoot this dude! <laughs> um, you feel, like, as much as a droid can feel, you feel this weird, like, warm sensation on the back of... You, you don't, like, You're physically robot, feel things, my, my, the same as humans. My, my macro thermometer is picking up um, heaving readings. But you do feel, like, this weird, warm sensation that's... <laughs> That starts, you feel this weird warm sensation that starts from the data port in the back of your head and just spreads throughout your whole head. <laughs> and then you start seeing images. I'm being born. <laughs> you see, um... Smile. Lots of smile. No. You see yourself walking down a hallway. Um, very similar to the hallways of the um, hotel that you guys went inside or broke into. Um, on Corellia. You mean the one that that guy recognized me in and I beat his ass? Yes. Yeah. Um, and next to you is walking another individual, human man. Imagine Star Wars Robert De Niro. Like, like full, like, old Italian guy. He's got lots of rings on his fingers. Um, and... Just a Mandarin. Um, <laughs> you know, Iron Man 3 sucks. <laughs> you get to the end of the hallway, door opens, and there's a figure, like, tied to a chair. Very similar to the way you found Zerk. Um... I mean, I'm the one who beat the shit out of Zerk. And, uh, the... Black Ops situation. You watch as you look down at this... All of this is in first person, by the way, obviously. But first, you, me when I have a third person camera. Um, but you look down at the, the older like man. Yeah, you get stuck in a doorway. I'm like, going... <laughs> turn around. Um, you look down at the, the, the human man, and he kind of looks up at you, nods, and as you start stepping forward towards this person, um, it kind of like fast forwards. And now you're out front of, you're obviously on a different planet. And from your um, knowledge of the galaxy, you could say that you are very obviously on Narshada. And you're out front of what is the equivalent of like a laundromat. And Damn, you were killed in a drive by. You walk in. I'm like Biggie, bro. Um, <laughs> You walk in, and uh, there's a couple people in there that are, like, going about their business, doing the laundry and everything. They kind of, like, look up, and they kind of give you this look of, like, why is this, like, singular droid just walking in here? And you walk through the door What's in the back. Tommy gun? Valentine's Day Massacre? And there's, like, this uh, this room that just has, like, rubber bullets. Um, like, cleaning supplies and everything. But there's a door with a man standing there, um, a Nikto, obviously out. armed. And as you step forward, no, this um, more than, so you have your weak little baby arms. Uh, he is stepping forward to meet you, and he's obviously like all of the sound is like muffled, like you're underwater. And which would be but, terrifying because if you were underwater, you'd be broken. <laughs> yeah. um, but 
you can tell from context clues he's trying to tell you to stop where you are. You don't. And as you get closer, he whips out like a stun baton, and he goes to hit you with it. And you catch his wrist with your right hand, and you look down at your left, and a blade comes out. Faced. And you stab him through the chest with it. Awesome. And then pull it out. You hear the door behind him opening. You drop his body. Another Nikto comes out. And in one quick motion, a blaster comes out of your other arm. And you just shoot this guy point blank in the chest. I'm not very good with guns. It fast forwards again. It fast forwards again. And now you can almost feel the damage that you've suffered. Um, Broken. Um... You're missing your left arm. There's lots of, like, blaster shots to your torso and your legs. And you're slumped against a rock in the middle of a jungle. And you hear, like, the muffled sound of, like, a speeder engine. And before your vision fades out, you see Azza, the uh, Twilight woman that uh, repaired you, or got you repaired, running up before your vision goes black again. And when your vision comes back, you're back in Skarn's place. He unhooks the data pad from the back of your head. Um, Damn, you're telling me we didn't get to any insight on who this guy is? He didn't sit there powered him back up and be like, please look at the light? You do, <laughs> having seen all this... Um, Inverts looking pitch. Uh, hold on. Let me look at my notes. Here's a question. Does Iota have inverted look controls? Uh, that's up to him. I have, I have uh, Starfighter controls on in the Lego Star Wars game. All of his data is still kind of coming in, and your, your, your modules are still kind of trying to make sense of it. But a name pops out to you for that older gentleman. Don Volio Cassander, the head of the Cassander crime family. Don Volio Cassander, the Cassander crime family. Um, There's also smoke pouring out of your head. <laughs> on top of that, you look down. Obviously, your left arm has been completely replaced. You no longer have the blade. Your right arm is still original. Mm-hmm. And as you look down, and with the memories now fresh in your in your uh, head, um, you pop this little blaster that comes out the top of your forearm. Tyler's like, uh, Alex has not been shooting a single person this entire um, day. He keeps using this dumb sword. He gets a blaster arm now. Just just replace the actual blaster. Well, it's also, it with a little everybody else is getting cool shit. So, um, Are other people getting cool shit? He got his, his dad's blasters. Um, there's other stuff coming. Um, Haha, you fucking nerd. I, I get just, a blaster arm I'm not going to use. I'm just saying. Also, he just got a girlfriend. You um, can replace yeah, the blaster know. part of the arms thing with a, like, a little launcher so you can launch explosives. It's also very convenient because I was about to replace the other arm too, um, with, a, with, a, with a, <laughs> something else. So. The question is, does he have a memory like a memory of the di- diagnostics of his original body? Could he have... like? The arm, a like blade the arm, arm built. built I mean, probably. Um, but and just make a little fucking like grenade so, launcher thing with the other ones. So in your right forearm, just like 40 you have a heavy blaster pistol built in. Useless. Um, that also natively has quick draw, 
And because of your memory, you're also going to get a free rank in ranged light. Let's go. Something I would never take anyway. Give you a little bit more versatility. Well, I have gunnery. Um, <laughs> Should have built a rotary blaster into his chest like his bastion. Uh, because it's part of my, what do you call it? Um, it's part of uh, Marauder. No. I think it's part of Marauder. No, it must be part of Marauder because I started off as a Marauder. Marauder is melee focused. Um, you should have just given him a big uh, the ability to turn into a small tank. Boom, done. If he wants to do that, he can do that. Unfortunately, I have no he space on my sheet to write this. He has um, He's going to turn himself into Bastard from over Just, <laughs> Just remember that you have it. It's oh. base heavy blaster pistol stats. So, well, quick job. It's yeah. base. Um, <laughs> but you wrap up at Skarn's place. He kind of gives you this very Geppetto-like like tear-filled goodbye you're like the, the his magnum opus that's now walking out of his shop and i and i'm like all right bud <laughs> that guy was weird um yeah but he has friends of yours in wait the back. he does have friends of mine in the back um i might make some purchases before we leave not right now i was i honestly was gonna walk into the store if this wasn't like a weird plot point uh, and just buy all the droids out of his shop and then just set them free. And then I'd watch, like, a little tiny droid get hit by a car as soon as he leaves. So, <laughs> if you buy all the droids in the shop, I'm sure we have more than enough space to house them. <laughs> so. I'm sure you guys would love that. Um. Sometimes we don't have to go in to fight things, you just send the droids. <laughs> they're people. Yeah, they're squads under our command. So, eventually you reach the other cantina you were heading to. And Usix, you do see, um... They're obviously not a Crimson Crusader. They're not wearing the red armor. It's just very... Think very much like pre-Beskar Dinjarin. It's just like a hodgepodge of armor, Beskar helmet. Um, but after a brief conversation, um, he tells you that he is aware... He's kind of like an intermediary contact. Uh, like, he kind of gets them things that they need from town. Um, because they're, they're not allowed in town. They they are, but people like they them coming people. in mass. Yeah, especially they're very, from what you gather from this guy, very militaristic, and they don't. They are slow to trust non-Mandalorians, and they absolutely do not trust anybody who may have an inkling of attachment to the Empire. Um, you Fly also learn, you also learn. That the Getel Verda are being led by what, what this guy is referring to as Mandalore the Vengeful. Um, it's kind of edgy. But he tells you that they are stationed in an old monastery out in the jungle called the Shatoon Monastery. Um, which I'm assuming you share because as you're uh, you know doing your best to look around... Um, you... You're hankering for spices acting up. Uh, you're in this, uh, pretty nice bar, um, going about your business. Um, you're not really getting any leads on the Mandalorians themselves, and you're about to leave when, like, you get this info from Usyx and Iota. Okay. Um, when you see a familiar face. Um, Your mom. <laughs> Odar Kleech walks in. It takes you a minute. Like, you have that moment of, like, I know this guy. When you realize that he was a... He's a fellow Rodian. Um, and before you were stranded on Tatooine, 
you worked a bounty job to pick up Odar Kleech because he robbed a communalist bank. Um, and you decided to let him go, which is how you got your blackmail. Yep. <clears throat> um, and after a brief conversation, he's very thankful. Um, you mentioned that you're, you're on a mission and you have to go out into the jungle. And he's like, hey, come outside, come outside. And he shows you that he was just looking to sell. He's, I guess he's been on Onderon for a bit of time. He's looking to get off planet. And he's got enough money, but he was he has a land speeder that he was going to sell just for a little extra pocket cash. Um, and he's like, take it. Take it. You're going to need it. The jungles are... They're shitty. Um, so, uh, you really saved my ass back there. So, even... Yeah. That's what I like. He gives you, he gives you like the 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 bro handshake where you like grab forearms, um, and as you guys are walking, uh, as Usix and Iota, you're walking back from this cantina to meet up with Foss. He pulls up in like the land speeder equivalent of like um, like a soft top jeep. Um, it's it's a land speeder, but it's got like a roll cage, and it's got this bit of like um, like waterproof material that covers the top um, that is currently rolled down. Um, and you have a location, and you have a vehicle. Who has piloting planetary? Probably the Mandalorian. Motherfucker. I've got a really high agility. What is with you guys being functionally useless at I have using a five vehicles? in agility. They didn't teach me how to use vehicles. They taught me how to kill. Um, so give me, it's a two purple piloting planetary. Oh, both of them are career skills for me. I just, <laughs> I just haven't done anything with them. Five well, successes, two threats. Um, five successes, two threats, you said? Yes. So you're making good-ass time. Like, the Shatoon Monastery is a decent distance away, but you're able to navigate a pretty clear path through the jungle. Um, Iota and Foss, what are you guys doing while he's driving? What is there? To... I don't know. Are you just are you just enjoying the ride? Um, Making out in the back seat. I'm like I'm breathing in the um the nice jungle I'm air. I'm like I'm like hey, Foss, check this out. Click. And then there's cool. a there's a gun. I'm like. Cool. <laughs> I used to work for the mob. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Asha's fucking. Super happy to see an arm gun. I, I will say from the um, like uh, the timeline that you were given, you were not part of the mob by the time that she was abducted and being. Um, I don't uh, mention the part of enslaved. Me being part yeah. Of the mob. Um, I do mention. This is cool though. I had my inklings because didn't that mob guy from earlier recognize yes. you? So absolutely. Oh, I had my inklings too, but uh. Uh, some people, you know, there's a lot of, uh... There's a lot mom, of mom droids. There's a lot of mom droids. Um, so you're both just having conversations in the in the Jeep. Okay. So, after a bit of time... And mom droids are rich people droids. Um, so. Conversations have kind of settled down. You're just kind of enjoying the, the, the breeze flying by as you're, you're speeding through the jungle. 
when you hear this screech, followed by another. Where all my rifles already out. And through the uh, the breaks in the tree line, you can see two, four, six winged creatures. You could just say birds flying in like <laughs> they're they're following you, but they're moving almost like See, vultures, pigeons in a circle, following us. Yes. Um. Are they any fauna that are um, fauna that I'm familiar with? Um. Give me a either an outer rim or a xenology roll. It's gonna be three purple. Three. Successes, two threats. Uh, like, three failures and an advantage or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you have no idea uh, what these things are. Um, Iota, you decided to do your research on your way to Andoran. Um, Damn right. And even from this distance, and they, like, as they're circling... They're slowly getting closer to the ground. Um, you recognize that these are Drexel. Um, they're essentially like, imagine very um, like uh, pterodactyling, but the head is still like reptilian. It's got scales and everything, but it's kind of got that shape of almost like a spider. It's bulbous. It's got multiple eyes and like these like big pincers yeah um i have a feeling that i should probably be shooting at them right if if that's what you want to do they are currently still at extreme range you think i can't hit them no i'm just i'm just letting you know (laughs) should Uh, i be shooting them droid you know about them i don't know what they are but they look they're pretty hostile right yes they attack living creatures they feast on the living yes do they eat metal no weird yeah i'd shoot them if they get close, I'm whopping them with the sword. Alright. As I fucking, like... Dude, I need a cape. I just realized that. I need a fucking cape. <laughs> so I can stand on top of this as we're going, and it's just, like, building. You're becoming the the bounty hunter General Grievous. No, but not I'm that. I'm imagining more of a samurai type thing. I'm not dude, gonna lie. But not... Get a poncho. <laughs> dude, I'll be based. You're becoming Sam R.I. <laughs> okay. uh, it's uh, extreme, so that's... Four purple. Four purple. Normally five, I right? Might. But for you, it's four. Um, I is it normally five? I, I think it it's normally. I think it's one short, medium is two, long is three, extreme is four. Oh, it is four. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna remove. I don't actually. Hold on. Let me check. I, I think have a lot of attachments. Yeah, and and you might even have a talent that reduces it. I'm not sure. Uh, I think you do have. No, that I it. have integrated targeting, which adds a blue. So I'm gonna have like five blues. Cool. Because I've got accurate three, and then the one, and then I can also aim. As a maneuver. And also five agility. And three points. This is going to take a while. Seeing a lot of blank dice. That is a, a lot of blank dice. My god. Uh, okay, so that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Jesus. And two threats. Okay. How much damage is that? Uh, nine... Plus seven. Hold on. And I'm supposed to add my... 
You're, so much you, uh, you have the thing that you add your ranks? Um, I, Deadly I add my accuracy. ranks, but I don't know if I, I wrote that down or not. Because it just says 9 here. That, I, the, Is that the, the base damage? That's the power. base damage of a Okay, then it's so. 12 plus 7. So 19. 19 damage, yes. Okay. And 2 threats. Um, let me do some math here. Take your time. Okay. Just wait until I so, get my signature ability at the end of this um, session. So, you see these things circling, and you you wait for that moment. Like, you're you're really lucky that you're on a pretty straight, like non bumpy road, or not road, but like route, because you're able to just kind of line up the shot, shoot moving targets is nothing to you. And you wait as two of them cross over each other shoot both of them you hit one goes through the neck and the other one it kind of goes through the abdomen um and then you take a second shot as one sees that and goes for a dive bomb and you get it it kind of like grazes the side of the face yeah. and also clips the wing three of them are immediately dead and there were um, how many five you said uh six. there were six okay. so you've killed half um but one of the bodies comes down, hits the back of the speeder, Oops. Um, right. and throws off your aim. It throws off anybody who's aiming. So the next person to attack has a setback to their attack roll. I'm waiting for him to come on down. Isn't it gonna shot. take him like three turns to get to us? Um, They're in extreme range. They 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 can dive bomb, so that'll that'll kind of cut it in half. Yeah, you have to think. Like, but, um, they get different rules. Asha is also because they move faster than people. So. She shoot at extreme range? She does have that new rifle. I'm using a carbine, to be fair. I'm using a sword. Way. I'm gonna attack at extreme range. I'm gonna be like... Boot blade. Dude, dude can we attach a... Um... Okay, get? so she's she's rolling two yellow, two green, two blue, versus four purple. And she rolled seven advantages. <laughs> and any successes? Uh, no. It doesn't technically so... matter, though. Don't you get some from a triumph? Yeah, so that would be... A triumph. A triumph. triumph. So and three advantages on top of that. Aww. And a success. A success okay. triumph. So the three that remain immediately go into dive bomb. Um and she kinda takes a knee. The um luckily she's uh, got a talent. Oh, that, she's got a talent that can remove it. No, um <laughs> that's why Tyler did it. <laughs> like as soon as you picked her up, I was like, okay, she's becoming an NPC now, I gotta build her. Um and she takes two clean shots and two more drop. Nice. Um, and so, Iota, you wait just enough time for the last one to come in to kind of swoop. And it looks like they're coming for Usix. They recognize, they're smart enough to recognize he's the one controlling this big metal box. Um, make a swing. Yo, this dude getting dunked on. Oh, yeah. You can also try and shoot him with your wrist blaster. Why do that when I could, uh... Tried and true. Do that, yeah. I suppose so. I still... We still never figured out what the A2 is. I think that is advantages. I think you get two automatic advantages. I'm assuming, yeah. Um, Isn't that two crits? For me, yes. <laughs> Which is... He's totally broken. Uh, and when I well, roll I five don't... advantages, then yes... Uh, so that is yeah. Uh, don't even don't even worry about it. It's one thing, I mean, you've and one they're thing seven they're times. a minion group. <laughs> uh, and so, I also did uh, seven plus five, so thirteen plus two. 
Uh, 15 damage. So you wait for this thing. Here's three. You, you really focus in and you do the calculations, you do the math, and it kind of does that samurai thing where the, the letterbox is right to your face. And right as it's about to swoop over your head, you just swing the sword up, separating the neck from the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. And you twist the sword in just a fashion so that as it's separating, it separates and completely... It doesn't even... Like, well, each part goes to either side of Usyk's land on either side of the spear. There's a little bit of blood past. splatter. Oh, yeah, fine. no. Usyk's, the, your entire back is just dripping with reptilian ichor. Uh, I'm just going to keep my eyes on the road. <laughs> you probably don't even feel it. <laughs> There's just this moment, just eyes just forward. Just deep breath. Yeah, just that. <sighs> don't worry, I'm covered. Inside the I'm covered in it partially, too. So that's uh, fine. But... Actually, it's too big to go on my waist. Yeah, I'm assuming there's like a magnetic tether on your back. Probably. Um, but you guys kind of give it a moment to see if any more are coming. And outside of the general like noisiness of the jungle, it seems quiet. Um, and after some time, the trees start to thin out. And you see this huge monastery built in the center of the jungle. I'm assuming you said like it's a it was a it was abandoned so it's like kind of ruins. Yeah, like it, it, there's you can see that there's scaffolding put up on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Gitel Verda are doing their best to refortify it, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of like these very um, like almost like rounded cones with like um, bridges and buildings that connect them, mm-hmm. with one like central big cone in the center. And as you're pulling up. Um, since you're driving, Usix, the guys at the gate, mm. see another Mandalorian. Fuck. <laughs> and they do put up their hand for you to stop, but they are not raising their weapons at you. And um, as you pull up, uh, the one to like the driver's side of the speeder puts his fist over his chest and nods to you and says, Say Karkavad, which... You recognize, you guys don't know what the fuck it means, um, but you recognize Forest. in Mandela is uh, Greetings Brother. Um, so after some time, but... um, <laughs> the, the two gate guards converse for a minute, and after some time, the gates open, and there is a third Mandalorian. This one, the, the two at the gate seem to be wearing, it's very uniform. All the, the, the armor is the same, same colors, everything. This guy, slightly different. The chest plate, helmet, legs and boots are all the same. But he's sleeveless, jacked. And he's just got, like, uh, leather fingerless gloves that have, like, leather gauntlets. Um, And you can see that he, uh, very much like you, Iota, magnetically tethered to the back of his armor, he's got a vibro axe. Um, And as he walks up, um, and you're kind of directed to park the land speeder. Um, and as you guys are getting out, he removes his helmet, puts it under the arm. Um, imagine, like, straight-up Rahul Kohli. Like, brown skin, trim beard, kind of, like, uh, short, spiky hair with flecks of gray. And he walks up to you, Usyk. Is that the guy who left Funhouse? Yes. Okay. 
Um, what has brought you here? Who are we looking? I'm looking, looking for, for a specific Mandalorian. <laughs> We're looking for a specific. Aren't you guys have fit women? No, aren't we just here to speak to try and um, negotiate an alliance? Which you with the rebel cell would assume right. would We're mean looking for rebels. Yes, uh, you would assume would mean to you need to talk to Mandalore the Vengeful. You need to talk to Mandalore the Vengeful. <laughs> There's a moment where he looks from you to Iota, Usix, and, uh, Iota, Foss, and Asha. And... I have a roll of paper towels wiping off the back of Usix's hand. <laughs> um, the wind helped. Um, but <laughs> he looks back to you with this look of like, can we trust them? I'd say so. They haven't killed me so far, so I'd say they've got a decent track record at the moment. Okay. So you haven't removed your helmet yet. So are you saying this, or are you just kind of giving them the cursory, like, nod? Hmm. Do you have, like, a redneck accent or something? No. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll say that and take my helmet off. Okay. Um, they've seen me helmetless did... before. Wait, how do they know that... How do you know it's not, like, one of those weird sects where they don't take their helmets off no matter what? Because the guy took, took his, his helmet, helmet off, off already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. Also, how is it... How is... The, what if they're, like, one weird... One, like, weird sect... They are literally associated with a rebel cell. <laughs> um, and? So he nods back to you, and he gestures for you guys to follow him. Um, and he starts leading you mainly to the central building of the monastery, um, which is a lot of, like, turbo lifts and, and stairs to get you um, up. And... As you guys go, he kind of explains that the monastery used to be used by um, the Beast Riders uh, of Onderon um, back when, like, the Beast Riders still exist, but they're a lot fewer in numbers, and it's more of, like, a like a dying tradition. But back in the day, it used to have, like, religious significance on Onderon. Um, I hope so. It's a monastery. Like, dating back to, like, before the Mandalorian Wars. Um, and this monastery was, like... That's why a lot of the buildings are so tall. And there's... Now, now, now that you're up close, you see that there are a lot of, like... Um, like, uh, like, walkways that jut out of the main buildings. Almost like there should be, like, a landing pad. Mm -hmm. um, but none of them are quite big enough for a ship. And he tells you that these were used by... The Beast Riders used to fly Drexels. And so these were used as perches for the Drexels. Did we just kill their pets? Um, no, they, these are not Beast Riders. Um, um, though you do see that some of these perches... Um, Maybe they shouldn't train their pets to eat people. Um, the Crusaders are um, making additions to them to turn them into landing pads so that they can land ships higher up in the... Um, Monastery, because right now there's like this big open courtyard that have like um, Usix. You recognize there are a couple Fang fighters, as well as a couple other like s like scavenged ships, some Arc One Seventies. There's a couple Z Ninety Fives, a lot of like old Clone War stuff, and starts leading you up this big um, main structure. Um, and eventually, you reach these big, 
uh, stone doors with um, like durasteel borders on each door itself. It's big double doors. Um, and he walks up and he's got, um, he pulls out like this metal like key um, that he sticks into a, um, like a receptacle in the wall and the doors start sliding open. And you see these big um, circular room. You're getting close to the top of the central cone. And you see that there is obviously a floor above you and a set of staircases, um, one on either side that run up the curved walls. And he turns back to you, Usix. The whole time, he's either been talking to the group as a whole and not addressing anyone specifically or talking directly to you. Um, so he turns to you. And Mandalore is currently out on a hunt, but when they return, they return here, always. So you will wait up there, and you will do your business. Sounds I'm good. trusting you not to disturb anything. We will not touch a single thing. Um, this is the mausoleum. Um... And as you look up, you see um, above that second floor, um, there are probably about yay big um, these slabs that jut out just a little bit from the wall. Um, and he explains that before the monastery fell, like when the like Beast Riders, like this is after Mandalorian War stuff, this is like about a thousand years ago. Um, the Beast Riders, like, they obviously had more technology as times progressed. Um, and, like, their elite riders would be placed in these stasis caskets um, that essentially preserved the body after death. And you can put two and two together that those slabs that are, you see, slightly jutting out of the wall are all of these stasis caskets of former elite beast riders. So what I'm hearing is don't touch the dead bodies, you fucking lunatics. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, as you guys um, walk up these stairs, um, are you going the left stair or right stair? I'm following the Mandalorian. Does it matter? Maybe. You don't know if there's an etiquette. No, I'm just asking. How do you know there's not an etiquette? Maybe left stairs for going down... Right stairs you have brought up. dishonor upon your family by taking the left stair. I'm gonna go up the right stair. You have brought okay. dishonor upon your family. Fuck! You're actually not supposed this to. This is actually the way to the bathroom. The stairs actually. You're supposed to use your jetpack instead of the stairs. Duh. Um, so I'm also as you... following Mandalorian. Okay. So as you guys walk up the stairs, you see there is a central casket in the center of the room. So there was no fucking um, point. <laughs> And no, there could be. Maybe you're supposed to walk up the right side, go, and then press F to pay your respects, and then walk on the left. He said not to touch anything. No, he said don't disturb anything. That means don't touch anything. You can touch it. Look, touch as I touch a guy's coffin. So, <laughs> what's a dead guy um, gonna do? Come back to life? Good thing so. In the center of the room, you see one casket, 
And think of it. Okay, get in. Um, it's very like. Okay, get in. Stereotypical casket that kind of like. I mean, when it's a box. Um, <laughs> the fuck you want, bro? Um, Mandalore like, the Vengeful's just a vampire. Um, Mandalore the Vengeful's dead. Mandalore the vampire. Like that kind of elongated, like diamond shape almost, where it kind of flares out on the side and then gets skinny at the bottom. Um, I mean, it's a pentagon. No, four sides. It would be. Hexagon. It would be a hexagon. Yeah. Oh, instead of pointing at the bottom, I thought um, it was like... No, no. That's a like, diamond. Think like, think like a, like a Wild West casket. Um, and, I mean, you're still at the top of the stairs, so you see it, and you see that there are candles lit around it, like a little memorial. They're trying to bring this guy back from the dead, bro. Other than that, there is nothing else set up in this room. It's just this casket in the dead center of the middle of the room. And... Candles. So they just said wait in here? Yeah. Alright, so we wait. Uh, I'm gonna sit on the stairs. Because, like, we don't want to lean on anything. And who knows how long this is gonna take. Um, so, are any of you getting closer to the casket? I don't care. I'll get as close as I can without touching it. Okay. Or disturbing the candles. Or disturbing um, the candles. Where are you, Iota? I'm sitting on the stairs. Okay. Uh, Usix, as you get closer... Mandalore the Vengeful. <laughs> the, the lid of the casket is metal-rimmed, but the, to- the like top half, so like about like from here up, is transparent steel. So you can see who's in it. Um, you recognize the person in the casket. And as you get closer, you see the ornate purple and gold armor. Uh oh. I'm in danger. Kogarook, your father. Mm. Your father's still preserved. <laughs> um, and after a few moments, uh, Iota, you hear it first. You hear the, like, um, the Mandalorian who led you here, uh, Veth, left the big stone doors open you hear footsteps coming into the room and you see entering through the big double doors a figure mandalorian armor but as opposed to the like red armor that you see in the rest of the crusaders wearing Mm -hmm. it's like a black leather undersuit and then just chrome um starts walking up the stairs towards you kind of a virgin set of armor. Um, <laughs> He's a shiny... The stairs are not thick. You're blocking the way is what he means. <laughs> I, when I see them walk in, I stand up and I'm like... Are you walking to join your group? Yeah, and I'm like, hey, okay. someone's here. Um, give me a four red resilience roll. <laughs> throw you down the stairs! The fuck out of my way! Do your people have something against droids? Just Nobody has something against outsiders. Yo, he's gonna be real shocked when I beat this roll. <laughs> please do not beat the shit out of the Mandalorian, please. We need their help. I'm not gonna beat his ass, but I'm not gonna let him kick mine. Four red? Yep. Me win all my dice roll advantages. What'd you get? Uh, four failures, three advantage. Okay. Um, so you're able to stay on your feet, but you get this, like, surge of that warmth that you got before. Um, but it's... It's less calming than it was then. Do me when I'm um, me when I'm a force droid. It's like it's almost like a migraine to a droid, 
and your eyes immediately go black. It's not like the gradual fade that it was before. Just pure black. And then, as if you're opening your eyes, you're in the jungle. And you're approaching, like, this stone and durasteel, like, bunker. And you go inside, and the door closes behind you. And you see, like... You're in a room like with no the, windows. The edges, no of the edges of your vision are kind of blurry. You're not getting the full picture. Do me when and I killed the rebels on Endor. You see a lineup of droids, old droids. And you watch as you kind of sidle in with the other droids there. They all seem to be deactivated. Like dust-covered, cobwebbed everything. And you wait. And then the door opens again. Do me when I killed your dad. It seems like some time has passed. And you see the person that's in the casket. Well, I don't know what they look like. Well, as you walked up, you saw them. Well, I thought I, I didn't walk up to it, though. You walked up to the rest of your party who were near the casket. Oh, I thought that uh, no. I thought this was while I was walking up to it. And that's what set off this memory as this figure in purple and gold ornate Mandalorian armor walks in. You see, they do not carry, because... Metagaming here, you do, you as the player know that this is Kogarok. They are not carrying the Black Vipers. Mm-hmm. They have just regular blaster pistols on them. Um, they walk in and they walk past you. And as they walk past you, the door closes and you slide out from this group of other droids. Return the slide. And the blade comes out. And right as you're about to sink the blade in, your vision comes back. Um, the rest of you just see Iota kind of just freeze as this figure comes up the stairs. Black leather undersuit, all chrome armor. Usix, you recognize that it's not like chromium. This is pure Beskar. Unpainted. They have Still weird, a okay. rifle slung over their shoulder. And as they step up to the group, they remove their helmet. And Gina, would you like to describe your character? Is this a PC? I, Is she Mandalore? <laughs> I didn't know I was describing my character. You and he's... he's well, she's got the... Uh, I'll, say, I'll do it for you. Form. That's what I thought. So you, you see... You. you see... Um, a... Human woman. Mandalorian um, woman, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get it um, right. She looks to be about ten years younger than you, Lucis. And yet um, she's pl- full set in Beskar? What is this? Bl- I feel cheated. Hang out with a droid and a 19-year-old and a hooker. You see the hair. Loser. Shut up. <laughs> you see the hair has been bleached at one point, but it's grown in, so you see the dark roots. And a scar that runs from, like, the forehead over the left eye and down a little bit past the cheekbone. You see uh, a, a droid, another Mandalorian with his helmet old man. <laughs> that looks like Keanu Reeves um, and a Rodian. Um, I always forget you're a Rodian. <laughs> standing over the memorial. What do you do? I'm only going to ask you guys once. What are you doing here? We're here to Talk to Mandalore. To Mandalore? And what are you going to do by standing over my father? And that's where we're going to end tonight. So now I have two developments. 
kill the droid. <laughs> no, you guys don't know that I killed your dad. Um, you're all gonna get, uh... Kill the droid. You guys will never know that I killed your dad. Kill the droid. <laughs> you're all gonna get 30 XP, except for you. Um, and, uh... I have to go fucking hunt it, and it's illegal if I go buy it in large chunks. It's not illegal if you buy it in large yeah, chunks. Yeah, it's, it's perfectly yeah, legal now, because it's suspect. No, it's not suspect, it's the fact that you would draw attention to the wrong people trying to lay low when you order a armorer's worth amount of Beskar <laughs> to a remote planet. To somebody, who, to somebody who might not know how to forge it. In um, someone who might not know, someone who definitely doesn't know, because <laughs> Talon Card can't do a simple weld. Um, so, Just slap it together. How much should we uh, get, 30? 30, yep. Uh, before we uh, wrap up, do have a few announcements. Um... We are going to have some special episodes coming up. Um, there's no set schedule, but they are going to be like a once a month kind of thing. Uh, one of which is going to be probably the next episode, uh, which is going to be set in our little Star Wars universe, um, run by my lovely wife, Gina. Hi. Um, you were saying, what, two years after the Empire yep. took control? Um, the other is going to be a... Uh, Regular old D&D, 5th edition, uh, kind of series of one-shots run by Al. Uh, we don't have uh, exact details yet, but uh, I'll put those out there when we have them. Um, so look forward to those, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.